Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's BarkerGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on, I got a coffee I've used before, a real good one. Hang on. Yeah, that, that is a really, really good coffee. Uh, this came courtesy of viewer Beth Jones. Thank you again, Beth. Folgers 1850 coffee. This one is their, their black gold. Boy, this is terrific. It's a dark roast. Really, really very, very good. And you might be wondering, why am I using the 1850 coffee? And why am I using this mug? I'm trying to build on the Thanksgiving theme here. You know, this Thursday is Thanksgiving here in the States. And happy, early, happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to everyone out there. And uh, Thanksgiving was made an official holiday by President Abraham Lincoln in 1863. So I wanted to get a coffee from around that time. And this coffee's name is 1850. So, okay, 1863, 1850, close enough. <laughs> and uh, why this mug? I just discovered before cameras rolled that this mug comes from milligreen.com. Now it's designed in Britain. And of course, the pilgrims came from England to America. Uh, so there's that connection there. So I thought, yeah, I'm definitely going to use this mug because uh, it's designed in, uh, in Britain. And it says designed in Britain on the bottom. And it's milligreen.com. I'll link them below and you can see all the great uh, stuff, all the great stuff they have up there. I guess some really, really neat coffee ones. I don't believe they have this one. I'm out. You might look, take a closer look and see if this one is available. But I'm also using this mug because of that great carousel that reminds me of Christmas and we're entering the Christmas season now and it reminds me of uh, the movie musical Scrooge with Albert Finney and Alec Guinness is also in it. If you haven't seen it, it's a marvelous Christmas musical. It's absolutely fantastic and there's a scene where uh, there's this large toy carousel in the toy shop window and this always reminds me of that. That's why we're using that. So, hey, I hope you've got a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen, as we like to say on this show. Let me do that again. A good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. I'm looking at it here. I want to make sure I got it right. Boy, we got some great, great stuff this morning. As I said, an early happy Thanksgiving to everyone here in the States. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Thanks very much. Hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute, Thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate that. Of course, it's going to be a short work week. Most of us, well, all of us will probably have Thanksgiving off and, and many more of us uh, or most of us will have Friday off as well. That's Black Friday and we, you know, Black Friday kind of kicks off the sh Christmas shopping season. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of great deals out there for wet shaving gear and uh, hope to remind you of some of those sales that are ongoing in the new wet shave gear segment. And uh, yeah, just... Looking forward to doing today's show because we got some great, great content uh, from the viewers and uh, some great deals that have been sent to me and uh, alerts and all kinds, of, just all kinds of great, great stuff. So you know what? Let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's viewer shaving tip comes from Bob Mykowski. And he writes, hi Mark, we've emailed before 
All your Monday shows are great. You certainly put a lot of thought and effort into your Monday morning mailbags, and it shows. Hey, thanks very much, Bob. I appreciate that. But again, this is all viewer-driven, and all this great content comes from the viewers. So my thanks again to all the viewers out there, really. (laughs) They make this show possible. As I say on the podcast, uh, you know what? Without you, this microphone would be silent, and I really do mean that. Uh, He continues, anyhow, on a more mundane matter, I may have a suggestion for your consideration. Regarding bins to put used DE blades in, how about your ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill, empty, 11-ounce metal coffee cans? Doesn't cost you anything. They're just laying around the house anyway, waiting to be put into the recycle bin. Repurpose them. Granted, not as good-looking as the specialty bins from your typical razor manufacturer, nor particularly compact, but they serve the purpose. Of course, it will take forever (laughs) to fill up an empty 11-ounce can container with DE blades, but you can also put your occasional used shaving cartridge... (laughs) Cough, cough. (laughs) He says cough, cough, yeah, Uh, in there too. Um... When sufficient, when sufficiently full, simply tape down the metal can's plastic lid to keep it safe, maybe mark it as used razor blades, and dispose of according to local ordinances. What do you think? Uh, Bob Makowski uh, over there in Connecticut. Hey, Bob, I think that's a great tip. And yeah, we all have some of these coffee cans laying around the house. It's not, it's not you know, it is large. And, uh, but you could do a lot of decorative things with them. I mean, you could put out, you could... If you have an inkjet printer and some desktop publishing software, you can print out a really, really nice label and tape to it. Then, you know, razor blades, uh, used razor blades, something like that, uh, which would uh, be very decorative that you could have in your shave den. Uh, so people know not to open it up and, and that sort of thing. You could uh, put the plastic lid on there and cut a, a slit in. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with these uh, coffee cans. And yeah, it'll take a long, long time uh, to fill up. But you know what? Uh, there's no rule that says that you can't dispose of, of it halfway or a quarter of the way and put it into another kind of container and take it off to your recycling center, that sort of thing. So I think that's a really, really great tip. As you say, we all have these coffee cans laying around the house. Put them to good use, repurpose them, repurpose them. Use them for uh, used DE blades. Really, really terrific. Thanks very much for the tip, Bob. Really do appreciate it. And to say thanks for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email the shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip, you too will will receive an original signed George sketch. So, Bob, thanks again for the tip. Really do appreciate it. We have an extra shaving tip this morning from viewer Robert Ross. And he writes, I read somewhere that a physicist said you should always shave with a cold razor not hot. Apparently, a heated blade can form micro ripples that may cause more irritation. So the tip is warm everything, cold razor. I have sensitive skin and tried it. It seems to work for me. Not sure if it's an old wives tale or not. 
I first found this tip on the Geo Fat Boy YouTube channel. He owns Shave Nation. There were over 200 comments that seemed to back up this theory. I think it was called shaving tip that could change your life or something to that effect. In any case, I will be incorporating the cold razor technique into my routine. Enjoy watching your shaving tips. Cheers, Robert Ross. Hey, Robert, thanks very much for the extra shaving tip. We have talked about this. This serves as a great, great reminder. Uh, again, I, I appreciate the information uh, that kind of backs this up from uh, what you read regarding what the physicist said and also from Geo Fat Boy's YouTube channel. So folks, you can go over there and read some of the comments there to see how how they concur with this theory. Again, he thinks the the uh, the video is shaving tip that could change your life or something like that. But that's a great, that's a really, really great tip. And it's a great reminder. We've talked about it before. Cold razor, uh, warm razor, uh, cold water shave. Everything's cold uh, with a cold razor, that sort of thing. But uh, it seems to be here. This tip seems to be everything is warm. Your lather's warm. Your, your water's warm. Your brush not as warm, <laughs> that sort of thing. The razor is cold. So uh, really uh, a neat tip, neat approach, and uh, something that uh, you might want to try uh, uh, if you're getting a little more irritation than, uh, than you're used to. So uh, thanks, very, thanks very much for the tip, Robert Ross. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have a shaved den update of sorts. And this comes from viewer James Sefton. Now, you may recall James sent in a photo of this guy right here. That's right. Uh, and he wrote, uh, meet Boaz, my grandkid's new puppy. He's a German Weimaraner, and they got him so spoiled already. He sits and watches my grandson shave. Yeah, he sent this photo in a few months ago and said that the dog will sit and watch his grandson shave. I thought that was really, really neat. We've talked about... Uh, whether or not your pets kind of wander into your shave den while you're shaving. And if you have pictures of that, please send them in. We'd love to show them on the uh, Monday morning mailbag. Or if you just have an anecdote, just write it out. I know sometimes when you're shaving and your dog or cat walks in, it's, you know, it's rather difficult to grab your phone and snap a picture of it without having it slip out of your hands. I understand that. So you can just send along an anecdote if you want to, but uh, a photo would be great as well. Anyhow, uh, James decided to send an update photo of Boaz, and here he is today. And he wrote, hey, Mark, just thought I'd send a picture of my grandkid's dog and how much he has grown. He is still watching my grandson shave, and they've taught him a bunch of tricks. What a dog. Yeah, he's getting bigger. And James, feel free, you know, in the next few months to send, an send along another photo. I'd <laughs> like to see how his growing is progressing, how, how he's growing. It'd be great to see. He's a good-looking dog. Good-looking dog. And again, uh, I mentioned in a previous Monday morning mailbag when you sent the original photo, uh, some neighbors, Dr. Abrams, the Abrams family, had uh, a Weimaraner. Uh, the dog's name was Gina. Good-looking dog, great family dog, and Boaz looks like an absolutely fantastic dog. Yeah, getting big, getting big. Thanks very much for sending that in, James. Really do appreciate it. Hey, I forgot to tell you what my morning shave was this morning. Wanted to share it with you because it also kind of fits in with the Thanksgiving theme. Uh, this morning, I used Space Nog from Phoenix Shaving. Boy, this is fantastic. What a great, what a great, great holiday Christmas kind of scent. 
absolutely fantastic. And also wanted to make mention because we were talking, we were talking about longevity of shave soaps, that sort of thing. This one uh, I got last year, and it's a year old, and the scent is still strong as ever, and the performance is top notch. So uh, you know, as long as I let it dry out before I recap it, and kind of put it away for uh, in storage or put it on the shelf, uh, it, it's really held up very, very well. A year old and still going strong. So glad to have it around again for the holiday season. And of course, it's available once again from Phoenix Shaving. And of course, the, uh, the aftershave is fantastic. I also got the star jelly. Uh, it was fantastic. I also used my Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle along with the M7 Simpson brush. Thanks very much to Jimmy V for this. Uh, yeah, the travel scuttle because, hey, it's Thanksgiving and we're going to be traveling uh, maybe out of town to visit family for that uh, Thanksgiving feast. So that's why I use the travel scuttle. That kind of fits in with the Thanksgiving theme. And this was wonderful. This was, this was absolutely fantastic. The lather was absolutely beautiful. And the way I did it, the way I built the lather was, I did wet the puck a little bit. I wet the brush, I, I dumped the water out, and I went ahead and I loaded the brush, loaded the brush, loaded the brush, and then I went ahead and just from that brush load, then built a lather. So I didn't scrape or scoop, I just built the lather that way, and it worked wonderfully well. I did a three-pass shave, only needed two passes, but I was using my, uh, but I used my Supply SE single-edge injector razor, and it was BBS after two passes, but I did a third pass because the shave was so enjoyable. I've got a BBS shave. No nicks, no cuts, no irritation. It was wonderful, wonderful. And I used the, uh, the black label blade uh, that uh, Supply also sells for the razor. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, really terrific, terrific, terrific razor. Uh, they also have a Black, Sun black Friday sale going on right now all the way to uh, Cyber Monday. So check out uh, their Black Friday sale. I'll have a link below where you can get up there and uh, check out those uh, sales. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to share that uh, that shave with you this morning because it was great kind of kicking off the holiday season. Uh, again, fantastic, fantastic scent. Uh, this really was great. Space Dog is great. Got a little bit of a Bay Rum uh, vibe going on there too. Just fantastic. Love it. As you know, I've been trying some different Bay Rum so uh, soaps out there. They're fantastic. And this one falls right into that category. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really enjoyed the shave. CK6 performance was great. The uh, the razor, absolutely fantastic. Uh, the travel scuttle and the brush, I mean, it all came together for just an absolutely fantastic shave. So check it out. Check out Space Nog. Check it out. And also, if you don't have a travel scuttle, uh, get one of these. This is great if you're going to be traveling away for the holidays. Boy, this is great. Lightweight, high impact, uh, retains heat wonderfully well. Just terrific. Really, really enjoyed it. Just wanted to share that with you before we get any further down the road in the show. Well, this is your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up, as well as the Second Cup podcast. So again, the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you don't see them on your favorite streaming service, just drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and those podcasts should come right up. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low, that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. All right, let's get to some of these refill topics. And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did, as we like to say on the show. A good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Yeah, and we got some really, really nice topics here this morning. Uh, let's kick it off with something from Jerome Barbier. And he writes, great Monday morning mailbag for the longevity of soaps, invest in a bowl. That way you get the least amount of water in the puck or crope. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that, scraping out the uh, soap puck and putting it into a, uh, a scuttle or a bowl, uh, like the travel scuttle right here, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, again, uh, I used uh, my shave soap, and you can see I used it. I'm just going to let it dry out, this, the space nog, but I put a little bit of water in there to kind of heat things up, and then I did a brush load, and then I just went ahead and transferred that right here to my, uh, my travel scuttle. And I built the lather that way rather than scrape out. My rule of thumb has been as long as I let this dry out completely, and I'm talking overnight, 24 hours, that sort of thing, maybe even a little bit longer, then I'll recap and put back on the shelf. And that's what I've been doing with this one. And really, I hadn't, I hadn't touched this uh, until, uh, let's see, the last time I used it was after the holidays wrapped up and I made sure it was nice and dry, capped it and put it on the shelf, and I've come back to it, and a year later, it's fantastic. The scent is beautiful. The performance is great. Yeah, none worse for the wear. But your point is well taken. And if you want to kind of go that extra step, I would sure, sure, I would say scrape, put it in a bowl, and, uh, you know, do not introduce water to the puck. Um, you know, and that way, too, it's a little bit easier. You can just scrape it out and then recap it immediately. And, you know, you're good to go that way. I understand that. Uh, Stan Chapman wrote, Great Monday morning mailbag as usual, Mark. Always informative, entertaining, and a great way to start off a Monday. Well, other than having a shave, of course. <laughs> I agree, Stan. Thanks very much. Concerning the PAA, the cube, I used to wash my face with it, rinse, and reapply before lathering up. However, recently I discovered I can add a tad more water to the initial application of the cube and then just lather over it without a second application. Works for me. Well, Stan, that's great. As we say here, uh, one viewer coined the phrase, gee whiz, I can't remember who it was. Please forgive me. <laughs> Comment below if you know who you are. Your face, your rules. And if it works for you, that's great. And for all the uh, viewers out there who use the cube, and I love the cube, um, you might want to try this approach as well. Now, I started using the cube with one application, just wet my face and just worked it into a lather and then lathered over that. Uh, and then someone said, hey, you should really wash your face with it, then reapply. And I've been doing it that way ever since. But I might give your method a try as well, Stan. So thanks very much. Uh, viewer Mike H. wrote, Hi, Mark. Great 3MB. Many thanks as always. A full range of tips, suggestions, and recommendations. I can't really speak to the issue of scent retention 
as most of my soaps are unscented, but I have not had a soap spoil save for one lone tub of Chella that was definitely off from the first day it arrived from Amazon. Other than that, no problem with soaps or creams, many of them several years old. Well, I hope you have a great start to your week. Be safe and be well. Best regards as always, Mark. Uh, hey, Mike, thanks very much. Uh, not sure why that Chella was off a little bit, but, uh, you know, brand new to your door. Maybe that was in their warehouse far, far longer, and who knows what conditions it was under. But your comment reminded me about my Chella brick that I've had in my refrigerator. Now, uh, I was trying to find when I bought this, and I thought I bought it from Amazon. I can't find a record of the purchase from Amazon. I'll try to find that, and if I, if I can find the specific date, I'll put it on the screen below. However, I did do an update on this on a Monday morning mailbag from October 26, 2020. So this is at least two years old, and we're going to open it up right now and find out <laughs> how the scent is. I got it in a plastic bag. I have it wrapped in its original wrapper. Uh, I haven't really used this, uh, borrowed from this, since uh, two years ago. I gave a hunk to my brother Tom. I might cut off a hunk and send it to my nephew Mike if he's interested in trying cella. Uh, but here it is. And you know what? The scent already is coming through the plastic bag. Now I try to get as much air out of there as possible. Let's take a look at <laughs> how the color is and everything. Okay, here it is right here. Okay, there it is. And look, that's not bad. That's, <laughs> that's pretty darn good. I would say, and the scent is still there. I would say this soap is in very, very good condition. Yeah, I'd have no problem using this, and it's at least two years old. I've been keeping it in the refrigerator. Now, since I mentioned keeping this in the refrigerator, one viewer uh, said that uh, a, a good way to store it would be also the freezer. The freezer, you can keep this in the freezer. So I might, I'm, I might do that too. Maybe I'll put it in the freezer after this. We'll see, but hey, it seems to be holding up. The scent is there. And uh, it's not off in any way. You saw the color was very, very good. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I think the refrigerator tip to store your cella is, is a good one. And uh, I don't know where I originally saw that. And I'm sorry, I'll just put this aside because the, the, it's making a lot of noise in the background. I apologize. Um, I don't know where I originally saw that, but uh, it seems to be working. So, Mike H., thanks for your comment. Reminded me to show everyone the cella. Really do appreciate it. I'm sorry, yours came to your door a little bit off, but I, I sure hope uh, Amazon uh, refunded your money or sent you a new one. Charles Price wrote, speaking to the longevity of soap, I just watched Paul H. Films. He was using vintage Old Spice shave soap. I think it was from the 1970s, and he said it smelled almost new. Well, yeah, I, I think I've, uh, I've seen some other people who have, uh, some other viewers who have mentioned that. Uh, and I guess it's because it's never been used. It's like new old stock. So that might be something there uh, to consider. Uh, I think we're talking about soap that is being used. And then, you know, water's introduced to it and, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, you know what? That is a really good sign. If the soap can last that long, then maybe some of the artisan soaps that we have uh, will probably last uh, a good long time. Uh, James Gazda wrote... Uh, this is Jim from Northfield. He wrote, hey, Mark, along to your, in, in regards to your point, Charles, he wrote, hey, Mark, 
I watched your Monday morning mailbag this morning and caught your segment about scent strength. I recently purchased these new old stock Old Spice soaps. I bought a used puck as well to use frequently. The new ones still have that great scent. The one I use is very faint. I remedy that. I simply poured a teaspoon's worth of original Old Spice aftershave onto the puck and let it dry. It smells great now. Maybe you could use this technique as a shave tip. As for the performance, I have received one of the best shaves I have had in a very long time. It lathers beautifully, and the slickness compares to any artisan soap. If you have a chance to purchase these vintage soaps, do so. Eventually, they will be gone for good. They are pricey, but well worth it. I hope you have a great week. Uh, P.S. The aftershaves and cologne still have that wonderful scent strength, too. Jim. Well, again, there you go. Uh, you know, the soap has been, gosh, new old stock. It's been around for I don't know how many years, and it still works really, really well. Uh, the scent, he brought it back by putting a little bit of aftershave splash in there or cologne. What does he say here? Uh, old Spice aftershave. A teaspoon's worth of original Old Spice aftershave onto the puck and let it dry. Have any of you ever done that before? Have you, have you done that? Use that kind of tip. Let us know in the comments below. Really interested. Jim, thanks very much for the comment on that. I really do appreciate it. It uh, really came at, a, at an opportune time uh, at the same time that Charles commented on this. Really do appreciate you confirming each other. <laughs> Viewer Curio Relic wrote regarding the Phoenix Shaving Artifact Razor. And he wrote, I just got around to shaving with mine today. And while it was nice for me, it's just too light. I like a heavy razor that I can throttle, which is why I like the Copper Ascension so much. Yeah, Copper Ascension is a great, great razor. I agree. For me, the artifact just felt too mild, and I like an aggressive razor, so it just didn't do it for me. May break it out every now and then, but I definitely recommend it for someone who likes a more mild razor or is new and might be intimidated or not have the technique yet for some of the more aggressive razors in the PAA lineup. It also makes a nice collectible display razor if you want something that just looks good. Yeah, it makes a great gift, absolutely. It's, it makes a great gift. And yeah, it is lightweight, because it's, you know, it's, it's Bakelite. That's, that's, what, that's what it is. It's got that antique vibe from the 1940s when Bakelite was being used uh, for safety razors, and that was the whole idea there. And uh, it does look great. It comes with a great case. This case is absolutely fantastic with uh, 15 blades. Yeah, uh, this is in honor of Phoenix Shaving's uh, 10 years in business, the 10th anniversary razor. And yes, the Copper Ascension, the twist adjustable Copper Ascension, you can open that up and make it more aggressive. I, I agree, it's a fantastic razor. So you can vary the aggressiveness of it because of its twist adjustability. But this is a really, really terrific razor. And I agree, it would be great for a beginner uh, because of its mild, mild quality. And I find that uh, just let the razor do the work. Uh, even though it doesn't have that weight, just let the razor do the work and you will get a great, great shave. Yeah, absolutely love mine. And of course, we talked about those two holes on the bottom there, on either side of the handle there. See those two holes? That's kind of where water fills in. And it kind of gives you like a, a self-lubricating kind of shave. Really, really neat. Really very, very neat. But Bakelite and a, a gold-plated brass cap. Uh, terrific, terrific razor. Um, yeah, if you want, if you like heavy razors, that's fine. 
Uh, I like the change of pace. I think it's great. Uh, I had a great shave with it and uh, may shave with it again. So thanks for the reminder, uh, Curio. I really do appreciate it. Roderick McLeod wrote, I'll bet a water pick would work great for getting in razor nooks and crannies. That, yeah, that's absolutely a great observation because we talked about one of those bulb dispensers. You can just kind of, you know, they're, they're very inexpensive. You can get them in a pharmacy and just kind of use that bulb to fill it up with water and then squeeze the bulb and get a water jet to clean out the, well, in this case, it was cartridge razors. Uh, little uh, nooks and crannies, that sort of thing. Yeah, a water pick would work great, Roderick. Really, really great suggestion. He continues here, it is my understanding that the glue wax dots are in fact there specifically to minimize blade edge wear and shifting in transport. Imagine crates of blades crossing the ocean in a rocking ship. Combine that with a train ride to and from the docks followed by a truck to and from the wholesaler then the distributor, and so on. Compound all of this with how much rougher roads were decades to a century ago, and you're talking about some serious blade wear without those pesky dots. Yeah, we talked about the glue dots that are used, holding that wrapper on the blade. Well, this makes absolute perfect sense, Roderick. Thanks for the very, very nice illustration of why that probably came about. Thank you very, very much. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes, wrote, head shaves. Any hair shampoo should be very acceptable. Uh, if it were to pose a danger, it would not be suitable as a skin care or skin hair cleaning product. This comes about, this comment came about because of someone, a viewer using head and shoulders menthol uh, to shave their head with, and I had no experience with it. But uh, 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes, your, your comment makes sense. Uh, if it was going to be an irritant to your skin, they wouldn't use it as a shampoo. Uh, but I guess the original question is, uh, is there going to be enough protection for a head shave? Uh, I guess that's the question. But again, a lot of different uh, super slicks, uh, creams, and, and, and uh, soaps out there that you can use for a head shave. So, um, you know, why bother with uh, a shampoo? Although there are some wet shavers out there who are using body washes, as we pointed out last week, and uh, different kinds of shampoos that could work uh, for uh, a, a, an acceptable head shape. Uh, your mileage may vary. Uh, Robert Ross wrote regarding uh, longevity of a soap puck. I agree. I measure out my shave soap. I never add water to my soaps. Uh, well, again, uh, you know, uh, however you want to go about it, um, I add water and I let it dry. Uh, for a good long time, uh, just scooping or scraping it out and then, you know, making your lather in a bowl, that sort of thing. Hey, you know what? That works great well, and that allows you to recap your uh, shave soap immediately without introducing any water to it, and I think that's probably a good approach. One that I probably should incorporate, but I just love doing a face lather and just going right in there. Go right, go. I love going right into the container with my brush. I, that's just the way I am. So, uh, yeah, but point well taken, Robert. Rob Bruno wrote, Hey, Mark, there was a question from a viewer about soap, storage, and longevity. I usually store my soaps and colognes in my closet. When it comes time for a shave, I grab my Captain's Choice Bowl, take a finger full of soap, then go into the bathroom to do my shave. I don't store my shave stuff in my bathroom due to the warm moisture from the shower. 
Uh, oops, I forgot to mention, I live in Las Vegas, which is sometimes two or three straight months of 110 degree heat. I love Phoenix shaving, but now I find myself ordering stuff in October or November to last me through the heat. I have a metal community mailbox, which acts as an easy bake oven <laughs> in the summertime. I never had any issue with any shaved products, thankfully. Uh, Mark, have, <laughs> have fun shoveling snow. I'll be washing my car. <laughs> Rob in Vegas. Yes, you will. And yes, I will. <laughs> well, that's why I have a snow plow service, to be perfectly honest with you. I just have the snow plow come and take away the snow. Whenever we get that first big snow, and they've been predicting it for, for a while now, I often ask myself, why did I buy a house in the snow belt? Why did I do that? <laughs> um, George Bouchara wrote about the Mingxi razor blade, and he was comparing it to the Derby. Now, this was on one of the reviews I wrote, and he said the Mingxi blade is much better than Derby. And he said... Uh, Honestly, I am shocked at how many times it has shaved me. I'm very hairy and my hair also is thick. I shaved my head and beard. Ming-Chi shaved me eight times and still going. Unbelievably, really a great blade. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to try them. I mean, uh, but my rule of thumb is regardless of how the blade is, how good the blade is, how long it lasts, uh, with a few exceptions, I know the Vikings blade, uh, razor blades last a good long time. And I'll use those for maybe five shaves, something like that. Uh, the, uh, the supply blades are good for a good six to eight shaves. There's, a, there's another exception there. But for most uh, razor blades, DE, I'm two to three shaves and then I'm on to a new blade. But thanks for mentioning the Ming-Chi razor blades. I'm going to have to look at those and try them out. If you've used the Ming-Chi razor blade, please comment below and let us know. Viewer Chris LJ wrote, Hey Mark, speaking of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, anyone who shops at Amazon can sign up for Amazon Smile, which lets you pick a charity that they will donate to based on your purchases, and St. Jude is mine. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps the little ones. Hey, Chris, thank you very much. Great tip, great reminder. This is something I also do, so thanks very much for that, folks. Amazon Smile, you can sign up and name your charity. St. Jude is a good one. Chris, Thank you very, very much for that. William Murphy wrote, Hi, Mark. As usual, a lot of great info in this Monday morning mailbag. Thanks very much, William. I appreciate that. I don't need to head shave, but I do use head and shoulders with menthol. I alternate that with PAA solid shampoo and, like their shave soap, it makes a fantastic thick lather. The scent I use is Hotel Cecil. Also, thanks for sharing my review of the Shave Right with your viewers. I've been using it, and it is still working great. Have a great week, and looking forward to your next video. Hey, William, thanks very much for the comments. PAA <laughs> soaps are wonderful, and glad to hear about the Shave Right. Folks, if you missed that, check out the previous Monday Morning Mailbag from last week where William shared, uh, well, where William shared uh, his Shave Right uh, shaving brush handle and how you go about uh, switching out knots and that sort of thing. Very, very informative. Thanks again, William. Uh, Bart Bartlett wrote, thanks for mentioning my shaving tip about Noxzema. My PAA artifact arrived today. I look forward to my first shave and I'll also get to try out one of those strangelet razor blades. Lucky Tiger is a good substitute for witch hazels like Dickinson's and Thayer's if you don't like the natural scent of witch hazel. 
Uh, and you are right about Tabak. The scent is just as strong now with a puck I've been using for over a year. Another great Monday morning mailbag, Mark. Hey, Bart, thanks very much for confirming uh, Tabak. We confirmed cello stored in the refrigerator. And yeah, that Tabak scent is still going strong for me as well. And uh, yeah, uh, enjoy that artifact. I, I really do love the razor. It's a great razor. Beth Jones wrote, Good morning, Mark. Sorry I'm so late checking in. I agree with the comments with regard to the Parker 78R. This from a very enthusiastic Henson fan. I prefer the Parker 78 paired with either the Filoso or the Gillette Platinum Swede Blades. When I want a really close and efficient shave, nothing, in my humble opinion, for me anyway, nothing beats the Executive Outlaw Mild Razor. As always, an information-packed and enjoyable Monday morning mailbag. Hey, yeah, we'll get a link to Executive Shaving for that uh, Mild Outlaw, Executive Outlaw Razor. Sounds like a great razor for beginner wet shavers. Uh, very mild, very, very efficient, good-looking razor, too. So thanks for mentioning that, Beth. Really do appreciate it. And yeah, the 78R is another great, great razor. Ronnie Yates wrote, Soap longevity. I bowl lather and scoop. Store at room temperature sealed. I've not had performance degradation. I've experienced scent degradation. Chella is one that lasts about two years. Then some of the scent turns like the oil has started to go bad. I've experienced similar smell with an older cooking oil. I had this happen to two tubs. D.R. Harris lost some scent after a couple of years. PAA Future Fiction lost the citrus top note in both soap and splash. I received an older stock from an unnamed vendor, but current version. Uh, I compared against a fresh sample I've read citrus scents are likely the first ones to fade. I've had a few scenting oils go bad in less than a year. Uh, Ronnie, thanks very much for that. I appreciate that. I have Future Fiction. I bought brand new. I've not had any scent loss at all. It's one of my favorites. As a matter of fact, it was the first uh, PA shave soap I tried uh, in CK6. And because of the artwork and all the uh, <laughs> artwork and the performance of CK6 and the scent, I've been a PAA fan ever since. So, uh, yeah, I bought mine brand new directly from PAA, and the scent is still great. And I've gone through it. Uh, I think I've bought it. Uh, I had it. I think I've, I think I've got it. Three, I've, I've gone through three tubs is what I mean to say. <laughs> That's how much I like Future Fiction. So as far as scent degradation, I don't think it's been, a long, been around long enough for me to find any. Uh, detect any scent degradation because I love using it so much. And that's it for another refill segment this week. Gosh, a lot of great comments. Thanks to everyone who contributed. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Okay, from Phoenix Shaving, we forgot to mention this last week. Here it is, Malbolge Returns. I hope I pronounced that right, M-A-L-B-O-L-G-E. Now, you know what? I'm fairly new to Phoenix Shaving. I love all their shave subs, as you know, but this is one that I've never used before, and uh, there are probably some more established Phoenix Shaving fans out there who know this and have used it before. And if you have, please comment below and let us know. I believe Mark Bagwell also mess messaged me 
that he has uh, tried it. He has it, and he loves the scent. Check out the scent profile. Tobacco, citrus, anise, musk, patchouli, burnt sugar, black pepper, and benzoin resin. Wow. Uh, it says here, Malbolge, Malbolge is teeming with woody and aromatic accords while a subtle undercurrent of sweetness flows alive underneath. A scent so enchanting, it has to be up to something clever. Wow, that sounds absolutely wonderful. We'll have links to it below and all the shaving soaps at Phoenix Shaving. And again, you know, Space Dog for the holiday season. This is absolutely marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. We'll remind you of the scent profile of Space Dog below on the screen. Really, really terrific. And it's got that, got, it's kind of in the Bay Rum family. I love it. I really, really do. It just, it's a wonderful, wonderful holiday scent. So if you're looking for something for the holidays, Space Nog and also Mall Balls from Phoenix Shaving. Okay, as you can see by the change of attire, we have something that arrived in the 11th hour. I've been editing the Monday morning mailbag. This just arrived. So you know what? I'm so very, very happy to include it. Really, really excited about this one from Phoenix Shaving, The Battle. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? And check out that art. This is an absolutely awesome, awesome scent. Oh my gosh, brand new puck right there. My thanks to Doug, Fran, and Huxley. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. Here's the scent profile. Pine, lily, orris, amber, vanilla, birch, mahogany, jasmine, and leather. Here's the description. Dark, smooth, sensual, sophisticated, and to quote Fran, very masculine. The battle will make a lasting impression this season, we predict. I'm also going to add fresh and distinguished. Boy, this is a marvelous, marvelous scent. Talk about a scent for an evening out. Yeah, this is it right here. My goodness, those words are very descriptive in capturing the scent of the battle. We also have the aftershave and cologne right here. So we have the CK6 bundle. Again, thank you to Doug, Fran, and Huxley for sending this along. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, what is the battle? Well, Doug describes on the product page. Uh, but what is the battle? The battle, as some of you know, more few than some, I suspect, is one of our most legendary scents. A few of you out there may recall a very special scent we made exclusively for a very special pharmacy dubbed the Battle of NYC. This proved to be a real crowd pleaser, but sadly, as an exclusive, it was only ever available as a shave, soap, and splash. Well, folks have been asking and begging Doug and Fran to bring it back, and here it is. <laughs> here it is. It's returned. I've never tried it, but when I cracked this open, wow, this was absolutely fantastic. Originally called the Battle of New of uh, the Battle of NYC, when I cracked this open and seeing that original moniker to it, really, this really does capture the essence of Manhattan and all its excitement and dynamism. This really is a fantastic, fantastic scent. Wow, looking forward to trying this. Now, he also talks a little bit about the art. Uh, as for the name and art, uh, one has to admit we live in interesting times. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about a fortune cookie, but uh, <laughs> let's talk about the art 
aren't right here. You'll have to read that. It's very humorous. Um, he talks about the art. So looking at the art, you'll find a rather confusing, comical, interesting scene indeed. The future, the past, the control, the zero control, the observer, the reality bleeding into a fever dream, bleeding into spectacle. In effect, a battle of the absurd. And he wraps it up by saying, or possibly what 10 years operating a small business can feel like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Uh, wow, absolutely excited about this. The art is dynamic. It, uh, and the scent really is a beautiful, dynamic, distinguished, fresh, sophisticated, uh, wonderful, wonderful scent. Yes, very masculine. This is terrific. Again, uh, great for an evening out. Really, really looking forward to trying this one. Uh, Going to review this ASAP. Really, really terrific. I'll have links to the product page where you can uh, get, get this in CK6 and you can investigate and visit all the uh, battle products that the Phoenix Shaving has. Uh, really a complete line of products in this scent. Absolutely wonderful. The Battle CK6 Aftershave and Cologne. We're going to get it reviewed. My thanks to Doug, Fran, and Huxley for sending this along, folks. I'll have links to the page. The Battle. Well, this is a reminder that Supply has their Black Friday sale going on right now, and it runs until Cyber Monday, November 28th. So check out all the deals for the Supply SE, the uh, Supply Pro, all these great razors and accessories that they have up there. And they've also launched uh, the Grip Sleeve in new colors. Now, the Grip Sleeve is something that you can buy to add to the handle of your Supply SE or your Supply Pro. Just, just push that up there and it'll increase the grip uh, especially if you're a shower shaver. It's a really, really neat, neat little uh, little item, that uh, little accessory that you can add to your Supply SE razor. But they've launched the grip sleeve in colors now. And as they say here, uh, now you can customize your shave with three new colors, polar white, spruce, and arctic blue. This cold trio makes up our first color release we have aptly named the Winter Collection. They're still 100% silicone and will keep your razor securely in your hands no matter what's on them or where you're shaving. They'll just do it with a little more style. Yeah, I like this grip sleeve a lot. It really does work. When I'm shaving my head with the Supply SE in the shower, I have the grip sleeve on there. It really does increase the grip wonderfully, wonderfully well. So they now have them available in... Uh, three different colors for the winter season. So check it out. Uh, it looks like they're gonna be $6 each. So if you're going to um, order a Supply SE or a Supply Pro adjustable razor for yourself or for the wet shaver in your life, uh, you know what, get a grip sleeve because it really is a nice accessory to the, uh, to the razor and it really does increase the grip on the handle, especially if you're shower shaver. This is just a reminder about Adam Smith's Facebook page called Slick. He offers some wonderful vintage shaving gear. He also has a Black Friday sale going on right now. And he also has some nice services as well that are available to uh, the wet shaving community. So check out Slick on Facebook, also known as Adam Smith. I'll have the link below.
Last week, viewer Jacob Heron introduced us to the Aylesworth Dracant Razor. Now, he sent along some additional information. I shared some of it in last week's Second Cup podcast. Wanted to share it with you once again. And he wrote, thank you for including this in the 3MB. I forgot to mention that the Razor is a three-piece and is full 316L stainless steel. Caleb, the owner, designed it himself in Canada, but the Razor is machined here in the U.S. by Yates Precision Manufacturing. Well, Yates Precision Manufacturing makes some wonderful razors. I've showed you the 920M and also the America Razor and the Winning Razor. Yeah, those are all made by uh, Yates and uh, fabulous, fabulous razors. So the Dracant sounds like an absolutely fantastic razor as well. Uh, here is another update from Jacob who wrote another quick update on the Aylesworth Dracant. Everything mentioned in the first email will be dropping this Friday the 18th. That was this past Friday, folks. Here's a link to the Instagram post made by Aylesworth. I'll provide the link to that post and also a link to uh, Aylesworth Dracant Razors again. And hopefully they're up there and available when you see this on the Monday Morning Mailbag uh, on November 21st. So uh, thanks again for that update, Jacob. Really do appreciate it. Last week, viewer Tim Whitcup alerted us to the Vikings Blade Emperor Augustus Adjustable Razor on sale at a 47% savings. Wow, fantastic price for an absolutely wonderful adjustable razor. I love the Vikings Blade Adjustable Razors. They are absolutely wonderful. The Emperor Augustus is terrific. It's got a great color scheme to it. It's got a lot of heft, built like a tank. Of course, it adjusts from one to nine, smooth and continuous. It is a twist to open razor. It also has an asymmetrical razor head. It delivers a smooth, beautiful shave. And again, it adjusts from one to nine. What's not to love? And it's at an absolutely wonderful, wonderful price. Well, Tim also alerted us to another Vikings Blade adjustable razor that's on sale, and that is the Vikings Blade Crusader. A $6 savings right now. This one is wonderful. Equally built like a tank. Wonderful heft. It is a little longer, as you can see, and the handle is a little slimmer. Uh, adjust from one to nine, smooth and continuous. Again, twist to open, asymmetrical razor head. Absolutely wonderful. So these are great prices, and I just checked both of these prices right before camera rolled. And uh, these prices are holding right now. So hopefully by the time this airs Monday morning, uh, these prices will still be in place. It makes me think that, I don't know, just a guess here, that maybe Vikings Blade is doing a Black Friday sale during the month of November, like some other wet shaving gear sellers out there. That could be it. But these are absolutely wonderful prices. Uh, and uh, we will alert you to uh, some other price moves or uh, lowering of other prices on some of the other Vikings Blade Razors. Tim has been keeping us up to date on all these great sale prices on the Vikings Blade Razor product line. So my thanks to Tim Whitcup for sending along these alerts. Really, really do appreciate it. When Tim sends another alert, I'm going to let you know. I'll tweet it out because uh, there could be some really, really nice, nice sales on some of these razors. At least that's been the track record so far from Vikings Blade. We've seen some really neat, nice price drops 
on some really, really wonderful Vikings blade razors. Again, just a guess on my part. Maybe they're doing a Black Friday sale during the month of November. Not sure. But some great, great prices on some really, really wonderful Vikings blade razors. So check out the Vikings Blade Emperor Augustus adjustable razor and also the Vikings Blade Crusader adjustable razor. Two great razors, great prices, makes a great Christmas gift for the wet shaver in your life or even for yourself. We'll have the links below. Again, my thanks to viewer Tim Whitcup. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger sent along the following. Hi, Mark. I have to tell you that if I was told I could have only one razor, I'm pretty sure it would be the Pearl Flexi. I don't use it as much as I should considering the kind of results I get with it. Never a nick or cut. Rides right over previous problems caused by other razors without affecting those problems. And always a close shave at all settings. The thing is awesome. The only razors that I have that might give a closer shave are a Mula R41 and a Razorine Flatboy DE. If they are closer, it's not by much. I love to use all my razors, taking turns with them all just to see if I can get them to perform as well as the Flexi with a little more effort on my part. I have been wondering if being a two-piece razor plays a part in how well this razor performs. Are two-piece razors for the lack of a better word, more stable or solid than a three-piece or twist-to-open razor? Rodney. Rodney, first of all, thanks very much for mentioning the Pearl Flexi Adjustable Razor. I don't think we've talked about it in new wet shaving gear on the Monday Morning Mailbag. If we have, please correct me. I, I, I don't recall ever talking about the Pearl Flexi. Maybe we have, but if we have, it's great to talk about it again because I've heard some really, really good things about the Pearl Flexi, as you've reported. However, I think it went through uh, several variations and improvements to get to the point where it is right now. Uh, and I've heard it's a very, very good adjustable razor. Now, um, in regards to um, whether a two-piece razor is more stable than a twist-to-open or a three-piece razor, I think it's going to depend on the actual design of the actual individual razor in question. For instance, the uh, T2 from Rockwell. This is a very stable twist-to-open razor because when you load the blade and you close those doors, you get another one and a half, two turns that locks everything in place. And that makes a really, really stable, stable razor head for a twist to open. I mean, that is locked in place right there. Um, the same thing can be said for the vintage Gillette Slim adjustable razors. You know, you, you can load the blade and when you close it, you give it that extra quarter turn that locks everything in place. That makes it very, very nice and stable. Uh, now, I do have some two-piece razors, uh, and yeah, I agree with you. They are very, very stable. The first one is the Council Adjustable Slant from Rex Supply. Uh, a two-piece razor, let me just show you real quickly. Two-piece razor here. Yeah, you load that blade, and uh, you clamp everything down, and uh, yeah, it is very, very solid, very, very stable. Does not loosen up at all. Same thing can be said for the Parker Variant, which is a two-piece razor two-piece adjustable razor, and also the Merker Progress two-piece adjustable razor. Yeah, there is something there. Uh, I'll put it to the viewers. What do you say? Uh, do you say, do you think that there is um, 
uh, a two-piece razor is more stable uh, than, say, a three-piece razor or a twister open. I think it's going to depend on the individual design of each razor. Now, I just talked about the Vikings blade adjustable razors here, which are twist open. They don't have that extra turn to lock, uh, but when you do close it, these doors remain very, very stable. However, I will say with uh, this particular razor and some other twister opens that I have, I do, by force of habit, I will check to make sure that those doors are closed during the shave. And you've probably seen me mention this during some of the shaving reviews I've done with these razors and some other razors. And I also do the same with uh, three-piece razors as well. Every once in a while, I'll just check to make sure that they haven't loosened up, just by force of habit. So maybe there is something to a two-piece razor that makes them more stable and more, um, makes them more stable, let's just say it that way, uh, when you're doing the uh, traditional wet shave. Uh, however, when I'm using some of these others that I've mentioned, uh, the Vikings blade and some of the three-piece uh, razors, I will check, check the doors and check to make sure that three-piece razor is still, uh, still everything is nice and solid and, and, and snug, uh, you know, during my shave, just by force of habit. And sometimes I'm doing it and I'm not even aware that I'm doing it. Uh, that's how much of a habit it has become. And perhaps I'm also doing it with, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm doing it with the two-piece razors because there's really no way to, to do that, for me to do that. It's going to remain snug. The, the difference with the, the two-piece razor between um, the console and, say, the Parker variant is that you're adjusting right here on the bottom knob of the Parker variant. So, yeah, once you adjust that, that stays fairly stable. With the uh, console, uh, you're locking it in place here with the bottom knob, and then you're adjusting on the collar here. So, uh, yeah, for both of those, I'm not checking be just because of the way they're configured. So, again, so I think it comes down to, way to how the individual razor is designed, whether it's two-piece, three-piece, or twist open, which will determine whether or not the razor head is more stable. One is more stable than the other. That's just a guess on my part. I'll put it to the viewers. What do you say? Comment below. Let us know. Uh, do you find, generally speaking, that a two-piece razor is more stable? Is a three-piece razor stable for you? Is a, is a uh, twist-open razor stable for you? Let us know in the comments below. And Rodney, thanks very much for mentioning the Pearl Flexi. I will get links so that if you're interested in getting one, folks, uh, hopefully we'll get to an online seller uh, and uh, Rodney, if you're listening to this, please send me the link of where you bought yours so I can provide that to the viewers as well. Thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's new wet shaving gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, time to check out some questions and comments. Okay, viewer Michael J. sent along the following questions, and he wrote, Hi Mark, I have some quick questions for you about the Supply SE. If I recall, you have spoken very highly of this razor in the past. I am considering buying this razor as a Christmas gift for a family member who shaves his head. It is important to note that he has never tried wet shaving before. With this in mind, these are my questions. One, is this razor good for beginners? Two, is this razor good for head shaving? Three, which injector blades do you prefer to use with the Supply SE? Thanks for your time, 
Michael. Michael, great questions. Also, these questions come at a great time because Supply has this wonderful Black Friday sale going on right now. So if you're considering giving the Supply SE as a gift, great, great pricing right now. And uh, not only on the Supply SE, but razor sets, accessories, that sort of thing. So they have a really, really nice Black Friday sale going on right now. I'll link it where you can also check it out. Okay, let's take your questions in order. Number one, is this razor good for beginners? Absolutely. Absolutely a wonderful beginner wet shaving razor. No doubt about it. The Nick Stop technology, that fin guard right there, absolutely works in reducing nicks and cuts. And like any safety razor, you just follow this rule of thumb. 15 degrees, a light touch. Let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. Now, ordinarily, I say 30 degrees of light touch with double edge razors. With this razor, it's about a 15 degree angle. To find that angle, all you have to do is take that supply logo that's carved in the razor head like that and place it against your skin and you've got the, you've got the proper shaving angle. Very, very easy to find the shave angle. Very, very intuitive. Their catchphrase is, built like a tank, drives like a Tesla. Absolutely true. This is a wonderful, wonderful razor for a beginning wet shaver. No doubt about it. Smooth, mild, efficient. Just do the proper prep, get some good shave soap, get a pre-shave, get a good brush, all those elements that go in with the traditional wet shave and get uh, a supply razor with uh, supply razor blades. And uh, you know what? That family member is going to get a really, really nice shave. Just don't press as you would with a cartridge razor. Let the razor do all the work. Uh, and it just delivers fantastic, fantastic shaves for me. I use this before cameras roll and before cameras rolled, as I mentioned, and I got a beautiful BBS shave. No nicks, no cuts, no irritation. Absolutely wonderful. Love, love, love the Supply SE injector razors. No doubt about it. My brother Tom came back to the traditional wet shave and was looking for a razor. And he saw me talk about the Supply SE. He got one, he bought one, he loves it. Absolutely loves it. So yeah, there's a little personal anecdote there. And uh, I didn't tell him to buy one. He said, you know what, I'm gonna buy one based on the reviews he saw on my channel. And he loves it, really, he absolutely loves it. Uh, your question number two, is this razor good for head shaving? Absolutely, this is my go-to razor for doing a head shave, again, this Nick, Step, this Nick Stop technology really does work. Um, I had a head shave with it the other day. It just works so wonderfully well. Uh, it's just great. You get this really nice positive blade feel so you know that the blade is always in contact with your skin during a head shave. Again, just remember to let the razor do the work. A light touch is all you need. And uh, really, when I'm doing a head shave, I'm kind of flying blind. I just put the razor behind my head without looking at the back of my head in the mirror. And I'm able just to feel that blade make contact with the, with the scalp, with the skin. And I get a wonderful, wonderful shave. Ordinarily with uh, DE razors, I'm doing two passes and then a quick touch-up. And my touch-up can be rather lengthy depending on the aggression level of the razor. Now, I tend to use mild razors for my head shaves. Just to let you know, my touch-up can be a little bit involved. 
With the Supply SE, it's not. I usually get my head shave done within the, with those two passes. First pass, second pass, maybe a little touch up here and there, and that's it. It does an absolutely wonderful, wonderful job. So yeah, it's perfect for head shaves. Love it, love it, love it for head shaves. And again, Nick Stop technology to the rescue really does reduce nicks and cuts. Just use a light touch and do all the proper prep. Uh, your third question, which injector blades do you prefer to use with the Supply SE? Well, that's easy, the black label blades from Supply. Uh, these are wonderful. Uh, they also offer white label blades. I like the black label uh, blades. Uh, they, I mean, the injection system is flawless. Uh, these blades are good for six to eight shaves. That's about what I'm getting uh, with them. Uh, smooth, sharp, uh, just a, they really just deliver a great shave, shave after shave. Just really, really wonderful. And again, you know, when you look at the cost of the injector blades versus cartridge razors, I mean, you know, there's no comparison. The supply wins every single time. All you have to do is get the razor and then uh, buy these blades. Now, yes, Schick injector blades are compatible with it. Uh, I think Persona makes an injector razor razor blade that's also compatible with the uh, supply. And you can, you can try those if you want to. Uh, I have the Schick. Uh, injector razor blades. I believe I have the Pro-Line injector razor blades. I have yet to try those, uh, and I've been meaning to try them, but, you know, the black label blades are so darn good. You know, I, I just really enjoy using these, and I've used the white label blades. Those are good, too. However, I think the black label blades are better. They're just, they're just absolutely great. So, yeah, all around a great razor for beginners, uh, a great razor for head shaves, and the Supply Black label blades are, are terrific. Uh, if you get the white label blades because of you know the black label uh, blades being out of stock, do not fear. The white label blades are very, very good. It's just that the black label blades are newer. I think they're a little more refined. So that's why they kind of get the call from me. But I, I'll use either one. And I have used either one in the SE, and they're both very, very good. But I give the edge to the... Um, the black label uh, razor blades. But yeah, a fantastic, fantastic razor. Great time to be buying right now because of the Black Black Friday sales that, uh, that is going on. And it's a, just a terrific, terrific razor. And if you're going to get them the razor, hey, check out the, uh, the, the, the starter sets that they have up there. And it'll give you a little more. You know, it'll give you the razor, the blades, the stand, and maybe a couple of other items too, depending on which sets you buy. Yeah, these are absolutely terrific terrific razors. I really love them. Also, get a grip sleeve too. Uh, we talked about the grip sleeve earlier. Uh, in case uh, your friend, uh, your family member wants to do a head shave in the shower, uh, this really, really does increase the grip. So make sure you get a grip sleeve for the uh, Supply SE. And there's also the Supply Pro adjustable razor, which is also very, very good. That's a great adjustable razor as well. But yeah, Supply SE, it's a great razor for a beginner, no doubt about it. Great for a beginner, great for head shaves. The black label blades really make this razor sing. Michael, thanks very much for the questions. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Kenny Embry sent along the following. Okay, Mark, love your stuff and positivity. Hey, thanks very much, Kenny. I appreciate that. You seem to recently be all in on PAA, but a few years ago it was Yankee. Gotta admit, 
The Star Wisp has my attention since all I've got right now is an AliExpress Badger brush. Two questions. Can you tell any difference in, say, a Yaki Timberwolf and the Star Wisp? Second, I think I would prefer to dry the brushes on end rather than hanging them from a stand. Is that a bad idea? Thank you for what you do. You and Subi Shaves are my daily dose of positivity. Hey, Kenny, thanks very much for the kind words, and I appreciate the questions. Great, great questions. Uh, let's talk about Yaki brushes versus Phoenix shaving brushes. Let me just say that all these synthetic brushes uh, are wonderful. They're all they're absolutely wonderful. Let me show you what I have in uh, the Yaki end of, of things. I don't have a Timberwolf, but I have a Yaki Pro handle right here. It's a 26 millimeter knot, and it has a more common traditional kind of handle. Nice soft knot, makes a beautiful lather, like it a lot, 26 millimeters. Here's a Yaki Ferrari. Love the color scheme, reminds me of the sports car, obviously. Maybe that's why they called it the Ferrari, 26 millimeter knot. Very, very soft. Wonderful performing knot. Again, a very nice, uh, common, uh, very functional kind of handle. Uh, and also here is the Yaki 30 millimeter shaving brush. This is great for head shaves. I can create a wonderful lather with this because of the great coverage it gives. And the knot is, again, very soft, has some nice backbone. Love the size of the handle. Again, uh, reminds me of a, a Simpson uh, shaving brush handle, so to speak has that kind of look to it. But yeah, uh, really nice and beefy, feels great in the hand, like it a lot. Like the Yaki synthetic shaving brushes right here. Love them, really, they're very, very good. Now on the Phoenix, Phoenix shaving uh, side of the equation, here's the Atomic Rocket. Again, a 26 millimeter knot, gives some great coverage for creating a lather for the head, for doing a head shave. Love, love, love the Atomic Rocket. Uh, here is the Star Wisp. 26 millimeter knot, very, very soft, just terrific. 26 millimeter knot, again, great handle. Uh, and here is the Doppler, butterscotch handle, thanks mom. Great knot, very, very soft. I mean, great for face lathering, great for bowl lathering. I mean, really the Doppler, just absolutely fantastic. So, you know, all of these synthetic brushes are wonderful. The thing with synthetic uh, brushes, generally speaking, and this is what I've noticed. And, and uh, to the viewers out there, uh, if I'm on the right track, please comment below. If you disagree with this, also let me know. Uh, the synthetic shaving brush you buy today is going to be better than the synthetic shaving brush you bought a year ago. The technology to produce these synthetic fibers keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, the manufacturing techniques get, keep getting better. And uh, the synthetic fibers just feel better. They feel softer. They feel... Um, closer to badger brushes, so to speak. Really amazing, amazing technology in producing some of these synthetic knots. Can I tell the difference between a Timberwolf and a Star, Star Wisp? I really don't have a Timberwolf, but I do, overall, generally speaking, I do, I have found a difference between newer synthetic shaving knots versus shaving knots that I bought, uh, say, a year or two ago. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be true of any brand. Uh, if, you buy a, if you bought a Yaki brush two years ago, you buy one today, it, that synthetic knot is going to be better than the one that was produced two years ago. I just, just, they, they, they just keep improving the, the synthetic fibers. That's been my personal observation. Now, 
The reason why I really, really prefer the Phoenix shaving brushes, the knots are great. Uh, the technology, I think they're utilizing the newer technology for the synthetic knots. That's just a guess on my part. But yeah, I've seen improvements with these knots versus some of the older synthetic knots that I've bought uh, a year or two ago. Those are still very, very good. But yeah, I do see that this seems to be a, a step up, so to speak, generally speaking. But the one thing that really attracts me to the Phoenix shaving, shaving brushes are the handles. These handles are, are, are based on vintage designs from yesteryear. It's like, it's the closest thing to holding a piece of history in your hand when you're doing your traditional wet shave. The Atomic Rocket, the Star Wisp, uh, the Doppler, these are all based on real vintage shaving brushes from yesteryear. Doug really does his research when it comes to offering these shaving brushes. Uh, he finds uh, the history of these shaving brushes and uh, they may not be available anymore. And he, he finds the photographs of them and he does his research and then he uses 21st century uh, manufacturing uh, techniques and he brings them back to life. So here in 2022, I'm holding the Atomic Rocket, which is an homage to, I can't remember the, which brush it is, I'll put it on the bottom of the screen, but it's an homage to a, a brush, a vintage brush of yesteryear. Somebody in, in 1922 was using this brush handle and I'm using it 100 years later and we're having the same wet shaving experience, so to speak. That's pretty darn cool to me. I mean, uh, and that's true of the Doppler. It's true of the Star Wisp uh, and some of the other, uh, all the other shaving brushes that Phoenix shaved phoenix shaving offers it's that it's that history it's 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 that it's that quality of bringing the past to the present and uh, allowing wet shavers today to experience what it was to hold a brush that might be 50 60 80 100 years old uh to do their wet shave today that is really a cool aspect to me i absolutely love that quality which is why um, I'm so attracted to the Phoenix shaving, shaving brushes. And I have all of them. I have all of them because they're all, each one is based on a vintage brush of yesteryear. And I love having that experience. That's great. The Yaki brushes are very, very good. I, I'm not knocking them. Uh, the handles are very good, very functional. Let me say that they're common. Uh, they do have a sleekness into them. They fit in the hand very, very well. And uh, they do a great, great job. And I have no problem with the Yaki uh, shaving brushes. They're wonderful. But because Phoenix Shaving has that extra quality, that extra vintage historical quality, that's why my attention has gone over here. Uh, that's just great. It's, it, you know, and, and I, like going, I like going up to their product page and just reading the history, reading about these brushes that, uh, say, the atomic rock was the atomic rocket was based on, or the Doppler was based on. I mean, this is something I never knew. And uh, here I get this little, I get this little piece of history, and then I get to hold it in my hand when I'm doing my own wet shave. That, to me, that's phenomenal. I absolutely love that quality about Phoenix shaving shaving brushes. And that's because Doug goes the extra mile. He does his research. He, he knows his history of wet shaving gear, and he's able to bring it to uh, the wet shaving uh, enthusiast, the wet shaving consumer, 
in 2022. That's absolutely fantastic. They're all great shaving brushes. I like them all, but I just love the history that Phoenix Shaving is bringing to um, the wet shaver uh, in the year 2022. That's just absolutely fantastic. Now, uh, to answer your second question, uh, should you just hold your brush on end like this or should, or should you hang it? I have found with synthetic brushes, whether it's a Phoenix Shaving synthetic brush or a Yaki synthetic brush or a Vikings Blade synthetic brush, the great thing about synthetic brushes is they retain water when you want them to retain water and they throw that water off when you want that water to be expelled from those hairs. And uh, if you've seen any of my videos, when I'm cleaning up a brush in some of those videos, I'll give them, a, I'll give these brushes a vigorous, vigorous shake and they're like 95% dry. So for, you know, for, for all practical purposes, you probably could take a synthetic brush and stand it on end. And I have done that to the Doppler because this won't fit in my razor stand. I just make sure that it's 98% dry and I'll stand it up there and it's none worse for the wear. I would think, just a guess on my part, and again, I'll put it to the viewers, when it comes to natural brushes, like a boar brush, a badger brush, a horsehair brush, you want to hang those brushes on a stand to make sure all that water drops out, drips out, and uh, you know stays away from the, the glue and the knot, that sort of thing, and kind of falls out of there. And I think that they're more apt to retain the water uh, than a synthetic brush. And no, no amount of shaking is going to remove the water. My experience, no amount of shaking is going to remove the water from a badger brush or a boar brush uh, as it does when you shake a synthetic brush. This synthetic brush just shakes, it just throws the water right off. So that's kind of the long and short of it for me when it comes to hanging a brush versus standing a brush on end. I will, I will hang all of my brushes, even though, you know, that this is 90, 95% dry. If I'm able to hang it, I'll hang it up. If for some reason the handle is too large for my stand, I'll shake it off real good and I'll get it as dry as possible, 98% dry, and then I'll stand it on end. When it comes to a boar brush or a badger brush, and I use boar brushes more than I do badger brushes now. When it comes to a boar brush, I really shake them out, I towel dry them, and I will hang them up and let them continue to dry because there's still water in that knot. That's kind of been my experience. I'll put it to the viewers if you have any other comments regarding that, regarding anything I've said about the synthetic shaving brushes or regarding a, a, a brush standing upright or on a stand, bore synthetic, badger synthetic, that sort of thing. Please comment below and let us know. Kenny, thanks very much for the questions. Really do appreciate it. Okay, I'm dropping in one more time at the very last minute because I also received something else very, very nice and special in today's mail. And that was a thank you note from my dear friend, Bunny Host. Bunny Host is the creative force behind the Lockhorns comic panel. And she just celebrated her 90th birthday. And uh, all the cartoonists in the National Cartoonist Society got together and we all did a special birthday drawing for her which were then assembled in a binder and presented to her by her family. I think they went out to dinner. And I think that's, I'm not sure of all the details, but they did something like that. And she sent along a very, very nice thank you note acknowledging that. So I can talk about it now because I know that everyone was saying, send a drawing in, don't say anything, it's a surprise. So I didn't want to 
say anything or write her or call her for fear of spoiling the surprise. But now that I got the very, very nice thank you note from her, um, I can say something about it. I just want to wish her again uh, a happy, happy 90th birthday. And if you are interested, get the Edge browser, uh, which is tied into the Microsoft network, where you can read the Lockhorns comic panel every single day. I use the Edge browser. It's got some wonderful, wonderful tools that I also utilize in producing these videos. So check it out. The Edge browser, the Microsoft network, uh, and check out the Lockhorns. Uh, really, really terrific, terrific comic panel by Bunny Host and John Reiner, an absolutely fantastic, gifted, talented cartoonist. Hi, John. How are you? Really uh, terrific, terrific comic panel. So please give it a look when you get a chance. Get the Edge browser, get on the Microsoft Network, and check out the Lockhorns by Bunny Host and John Reiner. Bunny, happy 90th birthday again. That wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. When you go online and get a chance, please pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving and make it a great week.